Good morning, and thank you for joining us. Um, obviously, I am Charlie, uh, the Elder Millennial Realtor, and this is my podcast, Movers and Shakers. Today, we have a very special episode. Um, I am joined by a special guest, um, Graham, who is the Communications and Development and Communications Development Director. Development and Communications <laughs> Director. I'm terrible at that. Um, for Jillian's Place. Um, so we're going to talk about a few issues, uh, warning up front, some of it uh, could be triggering. So we want to let you know that ahead of time. Um, but it's something that is very near and dear to my heart personally that I believe needs to be amplified. So we are going to dive in. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming and sitting with me today to do this one. Oh, thank you for inviting me and uh, the opportunity to talk about our work. I really appreciate sincerely what you guys do at Jillian's Place. I know many people who have had, unfortunately, to use your services. Mm -hmm. um, and what you do for our community is incredibly important and valuable. So I want to amplify your, uh, your, your business, I guess, um, or charity. Nonprofit, non agency, agency. Perfect. Thank you. Um, to make sure that um, we can get it out in front of as many people as possible for those who may need it. Yeah. So starting off, first thing is give us just a, a quick idea of what Jillian's Place is. Yeah. So uh, we are an emergency uh, shelter and core support services to survivors of gender-based violence. And we've, uh, since 1977, uh, grown from a small eight-bed volunteer-run shelter um, to our current operation. That's a 34-bed uh, emergency shelter, um, multiple sites. We have a, a location in Beamsville as well, not a shelter, but uh, support services there, as well as second-stage housing. So not just shelter wide range of programs and services and you know you've talked about you just mentioned that you uh, know people that have utilized um, services like Jillian's Place and on Canada on any given night there's about 6,000 uh, women children and non-binary individuals sleeping in uh, shelters just like Jillian's Place so if you don't think you know someone who, who has experienced uh, violence and abuse at the hands of an intimate partner you probably do and sadly we see that uh, all too often. So next, what I, I'd like to just get a quick overview of are the services mm -hmm. that you offer. Yep. Perfect. So uh, beyond, uh, you know, our 34 bed emergency shelter, we do have a 24 seven crisis support line. So um, survivors or those who care about them uh, can call and text um, 24 seven confidentially um, and get advice on their situation. Um, so that's 905-684-8331. Um, and, uh, you know, just last year, over 11,000 crisis calls and texts were answered on our crisis support line. Over the past two years since um, the pandemic started, we've seen a 150% increase in demand for that service. So um, something that's really important, but something I like to stress is it's not available just for um, survivors. Oftentimes, uh, people who care about them are concerned about a loved one and they can call and, um, you know, get support um, on how best to support uh, those disclosures of abuse. Um, and beyond those kind of emergency crisis support, we offer one-on-one -on -one and group counseling, child and youth programs, not only just for 
um, children staying in our um, shelter, but also living in the community. We do provide a comprehensive outreach program as well. Um, so, you know, designed for families that don't necessarily need safe shelter, but, you know, need support um, in breaking the cycle of violence and abuse. We have a legal advice and support program. We're one of um, Ontario's first shelters. We were actually the first shelter in Ontario to employ a full-time family law lawyer, and she manages a crisis caseload of 700 um, clients per year. Um, and, you know, the legal system really is not um, a friend um, to survivors of violence and abuse. Education and violence prevention programs, transitional support, and second stage um, family programs. So really supported second stage housing. So we offer 13 um, rent, ge- rent geared to income apartments um, in Niagara, which is so important, I right? I know that. Um, so yeah, and that's a... Com- program that's completely donor-driven. Sadly, we just do not receive enough government funding. Our operating budget relies on 50% um, donor dollars uh, derived from the community. Make a quick point about the tech services, because I think that's one that gets overlooked, that in current day and age is incredibly important for some women. Absolutely. In my industry, I have a lot of female realtors that have spoken. I've had a lot of realtors when they we've just talking in general and they find out I'm doing this podcast on um, this episode that uh, they open up. Mm-hmm. And one of the common threads is the tech services that you provide are helping them immensely to understand how to protect themselves on social media because we have to use it as part of our business. Mm-hmm. So um, the advice, but also beyond just the advice the um, assistance. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, um, you know, cyber, cyber misogyny, um, sadly, is something that uh, transcends all sectors. Um, but, you know, at the start of the pandemic, we had just implemented that tech support line uh, prior to COVID. And um, we were so thankful that we did because, you know, when uh, women and children were home in um, their house with their abuser, yeah. um, it wasn't always safe to um, f- place a phone call to our support line, right? Um, so we saw a huge increase in uh, tech support uh, right from the beginning of um, COVID uh, in March 2020, we saw an 1,000% increase compared to the year prior. So we know it's really important and we're always there to uh, support um, in any way we can. It's such a vital service these days. Absolutely. Um, so now something that um, I really want to amplify is um, a um, program called Walk a Mile in Her Shoes. If you could explain that a little bit to us and how it is implemented with what you do. Yeah, so Walk a Mile in Her Shoes is our largest uh, fundraising event at uh, Jillian's Place. This year is its 17th year. Um, its goal is 120000 But beyond just, you know, those raising vital funds for Jillian's Place, it's a really big awareness event mm-hmm. for us, right? It's really, multinational. Absolutely. And it's, you know, taking um, an issue that was once uh, behind closed doors um, and really bringing it um, front and center. And uh, it's changed a lot, especially the last two years um, throughout the pandemic. We've, you know, encouraged everyone to walk. But this year, we're really excited to be back at the Penn Center, a men's march to end violence against women. Uh, if you look at 
across, you know, any equity deserving and equity seeking group. Um, it's usually the those who are oppressed that are doing the work um, to end marginalization against them. And certainly that's the case in violence against women. So, um, you know, it's the real one opportunity for men to take a stand and um, let the women be the cheerleaders and encouraging them to uh, march to end violence against women. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's vitally important um, for gender equity that men also stand up and take a stance like that. So thank you so much for um, promoting and managing these causes and implementing them into your services as well to help with the fundraising. Um, I'm definitely going to take you up on uh, putting a team together. That's great. So that we can, we can do that. Uh, I'm not sure how well I'll succeed <laughs> in the walk portion, but I, I will give it my best shot. You know, you don't have to wear heels. We have slippers, flip-flops, but, you know, <laughs> heels is fun and it really speaks to, you know, those barriers that uh, uh, survivors, um, not just women, uh, but any survivor of gender-based violence faces and, you know, their daily struggle. So I don't have to wear heels. You don't have to. Okay, I think I'm in. Perfect. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today and speaking about these different um, topics that are very, very uh, necessary and vital to your services and helping to um, end gender-based uh, violence. Thank you so much for having me.